0: In Hemingway's The Sun Also Rises, a character is asked how he went bankrupt, and he says two ways, gradually (laughs) and then suddenly, this is how we lose our freedoms and our civil rights. In January 1945, a surprise bill was passed by a narrow vote in the House of Representatives, making HUAC, The House Un American Activities Committee, a permanent congressional body. The man responsible for this legislative coup was Representative John E. Rankin, the so called gentleman from Mississippi. Some gentleman. He was a foul mouthed racist and anti Semite. He wrote letters to Jewish men that began, Dear Kike! In hearing testimony on the record, he said, "'Communists, go to the southern states, "'pick up niggers, and teach them how to blow up bridges.'" In May 1947, HUAC began its assault on Hollywood. First, they call a raft of friendly witnesses, like Ronald Reagan, Walt Disney, and Ginger Rogers' mother, who spin tales of a conspiracy to infect wholesome American movies with commie prop. With a straight face, Disney describes the plan to subvert Mickey Mouse by taking over the cartoonists' guild. But nobody is laughing. In. All the party meetings I attended, not a word was spoken about plotting the violent overthrow of the United States. We were not espionage agents. We were exercising the right guaranteed by the First Amendment of the Constitution to assemble in private and discuss our political views. This is the argument raised by the next round of witnesses. The unfriendly 10, Ring Lardner, Albert Maltz, Dalton Trumbo, and seven others. And what happens? All 10 men are charged with contempt of Congress and are sentenced to jail. How can this be happening in America? People convicted of sedition without the right accorded to a common pickpocket? to cross-examine his accusers? And why is Hollywood the target? It doesn't take long to figure that out. Most of the studio bosses are Jews. At a hearing in November 1947, John Rankin of Mississippi is ranting about a petition on behalf of the 10 men charged with contempt, and he says, I want to read you the names on this petition. Eddie Cantor. We found out from the Motion Picture Almanac that his real name is Edward Iskowitz. There's one who calls himself Edward G. Robinson. His real name is Emmanuel Goldenberg. There's another one who calls himself Melvin Douglas, whose real name is Melvin. Hesselberg. The studio heads get the point. Later that same month, 50 top movie executives meet at the Waldorf Astoria Hotel in New York and issue a joint statement declaring that from now on, no known communist shall be granted employment in Hollywood. The blacklist is official. Max had published a short story in the Marxist magazine, New Masses, back in 1939. Someone, we never learn who, sends a copy of the story to Louis B. Mayer. Next day, Max's contract at MGM is terminated. From that point on, nobody will hire him. Though I'd sold seven screenplays, I'd never left my job as a high school science teacher. I am fired without an explanation. I am still able to work in Hollywood, but there is less and less demand for my writing, and I get paid a quarter of what I used to earn. We have purchased a home in the Hollywood Hills, and now we are struggling to make our mortgage payments. Max tries to hide it, but he's scared. He has lived through the Great Depression, and he remembers his father losing his job, his family being evicted from their apartment, their furniture getting thrown out onto the street. The unfriendly ten appeal their convictions, lose, and in 1950 begin their jail terms, HUAC reconvenes the following March. Witnesses will now be required to prove their loyalty to the United States, and the proof will consist of a single test. They must give up the names of their friends. The first witness is the actor Larry Parks, who names a dozen people. So now, if you get a subpoena from HUAC, you have three choices. You can name names and resume working in Hollywood. You can take the fifth and remain on the blacklist. Or you can refuse to answer on First Amendment grounds, like the unfriendly 10, and face imprisonment. I'm surprised at how many people are naming names. Sterling Hayden, Elia Kazan, Bud Schulberg, Richard Collins, Eddie Dimitrik, and the list goes on. Max is outraged. He uses language I've never heard him use before. He's drinking heavily and chain-smoking cigarettes. I can see how frightened he is. We are flat-broken living in a small apartment.